stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. So this is interesting. You might be familiar with the federal government's bill C-46. I think there's been a lot more focus on the cannabis side of things. And it makes sense, I think, to a lot of people that as we're going to legalize cannabis, maybe we need to clarify the rules around cannabis-impaired driving, even though cannabis-impaired driving has been illegal for decades. Uh, this gives some some added clarity to that. So that's been the big focus of C46. But what it also does is it changes some of the laws around alcohol impaired driving. And there's been one in particular controversial provision in C46, which would allow for the random use of breathalyzers. Now, as it stands now, as the law stands right now in Canada, police need reasonable suspicion before demanding that a motorist provide a breath sample. And that makes sense, right? It is a search, and that is covered by the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. The provision in C-46 would take away that requirement. So an officer could ask any motorist at any time for any reason to provide a breath sample. Now, there's been differing views put forward as to whether that would be constitutional. Check stops, for example, uh, deemed to be constitutional. They're somewhat random in nature. Uh, But this is more invasive. So there are those who think that maybe this would stand up to a constitutional challenge, others who see things differently. But I think most should be able to agree that there's definitely going to be a lot of litigation that results from this. That seems to be the impetus for the Senate deciding to pull back on this provision. Now, maybe there's a separate question about the democratic legitimacy of senators making fundamental changes to government legislation. But that's what they've done here. Uh, Senate committee has voted to amend C-46 by removing random breathalyzers from the legislation. Now, the federal justice minister has expressed her disappointment, uh, and perhaps it's likely that the government will maybe try again to add that. But is this a provision that deserves to be dropped? One of the experts uh, who testified before the Senate committee and argued against this provision uh, joins us on the line here. Kyla Lee is a uh, Vancouver-based criminal defense attorney uh, with a lot of specialty in this area. Kyla, thanks so much for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. Uh, so regarding random breathalyzers, now, I, I mean, I touched on it in the introduction, but explain how the law works now as it, as it applies to reasonable suspicion. Yes. So an officer is required to form a reasonable suspicion that a driver has alcohol in their body prior to demanding that they provide a breath sample. And this was a standard recognized as essential to the constitutional validity of roadside breath testing by the Supreme Court of Canada in three separate cases since the 1980s and and into the early aughts. So it's been something that's been repeatedly um, confirmed as necessary by the Supreme Court of Canada. And do we have a fairly good idea of what, what is considered reasonable suspicion? We do. The law, um, because of the prevalence of impaired driving cases and, and because of how heavily litigated they are, the law has become really clear on what constitutes a reasonable suspicion. Essentially, an officer can either get an admission of consumption of alcohol that's recent enough to believe that the alcohol is still in the person's body, so within a couple hours, um, or detect an odor of liquor on the driver's breath, which they can do just by engaging with the driver, um, asking that they produce their license and confirming their identity. So it's very easy for police to form a reasonable suspicion, it's not a difficult standard for them to meet. Right. So, there, I mean, is there even a basis for making this change in the first place? Do, do we need to, to give police this additional tool? We don't 
need to give police this additional tool. It's absolutely unnecessary. Most police officers I've talked to have no trouble uh, determining whether somebody is a candidate for roadside breath testing. Um, There's no difficulty ascertaining the grounds for reasonable suspicion, and they already have existing very broad authority to continue a detention, to continue to investigate whether those grounds exist. So it's not something that's necessary, and the government's adding nothing by putting this provision into Bill C-46. Now, as it stands, as I understand, police uh, can can pull over a vehicle uh, almost essentially randomly. Obviously, check stops are are somewhat random in nature, but why is a, a breath test different? A breath test is different because it's a bodily search. You're asking a person to compel in a process. Uh, by which information about them that the officer can't discern, namely their blood alcohol level, is uh, is given. And so it, it's treated very differently than just stopping a vehicle. Um, and, and that's why the Supreme Court of Canada has repeatedly confirmed that there are these constitutional requirements in order for random breath testing. It is to some extent invasive, despite the fact that it's brief and despite the fact that it's not, you know, it's not a huge amount of air that you're providing, you're still giving up something that can't be learned about you any other way. Well, as you point out, and I think it's worth noting, I mean, the courts courts have ruled on this and, and perhaps they'll have an opportunity to do so again. But the argument's been put forth that that this would be deemed reasonable because of the importance of combating impaired driving. What, what, what do you make of that argument? I think we have to remember two things when we say that. First of all, yes, uh, combating impaired driving is an important public goal, but so is protecting charter rights and freedoms in this country. And we have to recognize as a society as a whole that there is some risk that we take when we live in a free and democratic society and when we have our, our rights to be secure against unreasonable search and seizure, our privacy rights. It doesn't just exist with impaired driving. It's, it's all sorts of things. So, you know, we see it with the risk that we take every day letting people enter this country who might pose a risk to the public one day. There's all sorts of, of con, uh, concessions that we're willing to make with respect to the, the specter of unsafety um, in order to protect our charter rights. And a lot of people lose sight of that because most people don't think that they're going to end up in a position where they're getting asked to blow into a breathalyzer and they're failing the test and being arrested for impaired driving and, and going through all of that. It's not until it happens to you that you really realize how important those values are to you. Well, and I think a lot of people tend to fall into that, that category of believing that, you know, I don't drink and drive, so I've got nothing to worry about. But that's, uh, that, that's not the case, because there are consequences for people for refusing to provide a sample. And a lot of people I know that I've represented that have, have been charged with refusal, the reason they refused is that they weren't drinking, and I don't drink and drive, so he shouldn't ask me to blow. And then all of a sudden they're facing the potential of a criminal record and a lengthy roadside prohibition for refusing to provide a sample. So having random testing and even eliminating the basic standard upon which uh, roadside testing could take place will likely lead to more innocent people being saddled with criminal records or, or, or criminal convictions. Is it also something that, that is open to abuse, an additional reason to, to stop and, and detain a motorist? Yes, it is. And that's one of the things that the Senate recognized um, in their vote to remove these provisions. It is open to abuse, um, particularly when it comes to visible minorities. There's extensive research that's been done about the way uh, that visible minorities are um, dealt with by police, random carding being used to um, to abuse 
um, the uh, and harass black people in Toronto uh, was the subject of a huge um, amount of research and discussion. We see problems in um, Saskatchewan, rural Saskatchewan with indigenous populations. And random testing is just going to be used in the same way, whether consciously by people who are overtly racist or subconsciously by people who don't realize that, it, that race is influencing their decision um, to uh, single out people who are racialized minorities. And I'm not saying that police are racist. I'm just saying that unconscious bias can influence those decisions, and that has, has a, a very real risk of affecting minority communities. Yeah. Well, the federal justice minister, Jody Wilson-Raybould, today expressing her disappointment at what the Senate has done. She has previously compared breath test to being asked to reach into your glove box for registration. I mean, first of all, what do you make of that comparison? I think that, that probably uh, Jody Wilson has never had to do a breath test because it's very different than a reaching into your glove box to produce your registration. It's a police officer reaching into your lungs to get a sample of your breath. Um, it's, uh, I, I think that downplays the significance uh, of the invasiveness of the testing and misunderstands the way that people uh, think about their privacy rights. I mean, the government has the option of just moving forward with C-46 as it is without this provision, I guess they've got the opportunity as well to, to redraft the legislation, bring back random breath tests as, as a separate piece of legislation. Do you suspect that we haven't heard the last of this? We haven't. Um, Jody Wilson, I believe, yesterday was quoted as, as saying that they intend to put it right back in when the bill comes back to uh, the House of Commons. So it's uh, it's not going to be the end of this. Um, I just I, I wonder if this is really, you know, the hill that she wants to have a, a last stand on. Um, is it something that's so necessary when impaired driving rates generally every year tend to be on the decline? Our societal attitude about impaired driving is overall shifting in a way that creates this huge social stigma about it. And I think if we just let a little bit more time pass, the problem is going to get to a point where it's not a huge uh, not a huge crisis on our roads. We've seen that in the, in the decline over the last 50 years. Well, we'll leave it there for now. Uh, Kyla, appreciate the insights. Uh, much more at kylalee.ca. Thanks so much for joining us here today. Appreciate this. Thank you. Take care. Uh, that is Kyla Lee, Vancouver-based uh, criminal defense attorney. Uh, specializes in uh, areas around impaired driving legislation, uh, was a big part in advancing judicial reviews of the immediate roadside suspensions in B.C., and was one of the experts invited to testify before this Senate committee on the question of random breathalyzers. So it's one of those areas, once again, where I'm conflicted because I do think that roads, random roadside breath tests uh, are invasive should be viewed, I think, as, as not in keeping with the, uh, the, the spirits and the letter of the charter. I don't think we need it either. I'm not necessarily comfortable, though, with the Senate overruling the Democratic will of the House of Commons. But that's what it's there for, I guess, right, to provide some sober second thought on government legislation. I'd be a lot more comfortable with it if we had elected senators. So uh, I'm conflicted in that sense. But maybe the uh, liberal government will come to its senses and realize that we don't need and shouldn't want this particular provision. We can get tougher on drunk driving, absolutely. But I don't think we need this. Our number here, 403-974-8255. That's 974-TALK. Your thoughts on this question of random breathalyzers. Would that bother you uh, if you were pulled over and asked to blow 
even if you knew you had not been drinking and you knew that the officer had no reason to suspect that you'd been drinking. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.